Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball, basketball, football, NASCAR, plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling the Conversation Station or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream, or computer. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the pin 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devin, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, and Bill Sparks. Well, a very good evening from a very, very cold Indianapolis, Indiana. Hope you're doing well. We have a lot of sports news to cover, and I'm going to turn it over to Chris. Okay, well, today is uh, January 19, 2020. It is show number 76 uh, for Sports Sounds Live. It is Championship Sunday, the NFL, NFC, and AFC Championship games. AFC is over. NFC seemingly is over. We could do Probably one of over. Those, uh, I think we, it's uh, over. We got, we got, we can do one of these uh, uh, Dewey Beats Truman uh, deals if they come back and win it, but I don't think they're going to. <laughs> I don't so think we'll, either. I don't think, I don't so think they're, they're, they're going to do a Kansas City. <laughs> no. No, no. So, anyway, uh, welcome, and we have uh, the other voice you heard besides Sean voice is uh, Robert Herrick, a.k.a. Ringside Robert. and uh, he, But he's also courtside, he's rinkside, he's uh, yep. fieldside, he's, uh, he's not just by rings anymore, he's, uh, he's all right. over the place. Yep. And, uh, anyway, so our agenda for this evening, we're going to start off with the NFL. It won't take as long as it usually does because we've only got two games, but we got the NFL news uh, to cover as well. Then we're going to do baseball, and a lot of baseball news, you'd say at this point, well, yeah, off-season signings, yeah, a couple of them, but the uh, the, the biggest scandal probably in 14 years has broken in baseball. And, and it uh, may like, not be over. So. And it may, no, I'm sure it's not. We have yeah. the other shoe to drop, which is the Red Sox horse, and we have a lot of other things to come uh, with other with other teams, I think, uh, are yeah. going to be implicated or other people on other teams. So mm-hmm. we're going to see. I think uh, it's just the tip of the iceberg, and uh, we've already got three managerial openings that we didn't expect to have from that, so we'll get to that. Then we're going to do um, college football. We've all, Besides the uh, championship game, we've got a couple of coaching things. We've also got an interesting thing that Sean went through and ran down, and I wrote down what he said in his message about it. We've got the all-time uh, top uh, players that Sean found out about on Monday night. We can talk about that a little bit. That'll be interesting. Then we've got yeah. the NBA and the NHL. This is our first full recap of the NBA and NHL, giving you the standing, telling you what the preliminary playoff positions would be at this point. And, um, you know, it's, it's pretty oh, crazy, especially one division in the NHL. is not. I can't believe what's going on yeah. in the uh, as division. Far, as far as the NFL, Sean, did you get the list of the Hall of Famers that were announced this week? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. okay. I, we'll, uh, we'll try to have that next week. We'll, we'll try to that have that maybe. Next week. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get that next week. And also, like I said, we will talk a little. When we're doing college football, we'll also go into a little college basketball because yes. this week there were some ups. Yeah, yep. especially we'll talk about that too. So, Sean, why don't you talk about what you uh, normally well, talk about at this point? Well, first of all, if you are listening, either if you're listening to the podcast, which, by the way, now all you have to do is type in Sports Lounge Live and have it delivered to you in your podcatcher. But I'll go through all the ways to do that at the end of the show. Or if you're listening and you will think of something later, you can leave us a message, 800 693 0595, option number two. Also, you can interact with us, 712-432-3642. Go to bulletin board number nine, the Sports Lounge board, and board 13 is the schedules board. So check all of those out, and if you want to call in anytime, just like the phone, like the recording said from our staff announcer, Mike, you you either download your Zoom app or dial 646-876-9923, and you enter 287-723-4600, that's pound key 12. 
twice. When you come on in, star nine raises your hand if you're on the phone, the alt Y on your computer, and on your smart device, hit the more key, and Perry will acknowledge you, and we will answer your question. And, hey, if we don't know the right answer, we will make it up. Hey, we will. That's what we do. We're very good at that. Hey, well, let's do that football. We do. championship we going on, man. We do. And the, and, uh, the first game was reasonably competitive. The second game yeah. so far is not. So I, I guess what we will do is before we talk about what's already done, let's just give you the, this right up front. Uh, so you're as up to date as you can be. The 49ers at halftime are leading the Packers 27 to nothing. And Aaron Rodgers is on the sidelines. Uh, his return is questionable, so says yeah. ESPN. But okay. uh, this game we I think is pretty much we think in the books. Right. Yeah, he yeah, and he's he's in as as our staff member in the other room, uh, let me know. He's in the ball cap. He's so he's yeah, he's probably done for the I don't know exactly what happened. If something happened in that fumble. Yeah. Right. And something and the happened. notification that I just got a minute ago said his return in the second half is questionable. So I guess he wouldn't be in the con- concussion protocol or he wouldn't be visible. Or they're still eva- or they're still evaluating that. Now, that, uh, does evaluating. anybody does anybody know who Green Bay's backup quarterback is? I, do I don't not. remember. No. I do not remember. No. We've been on here uh, getting ready, so I didn't hear. I'm sure that he's played. One of our people out here, let us know. If, yeah. If, yes, if you know who the Packers' back the quarterback Packers is. Yeah. yeah. But we can talk about but the first game, though. We will talk about the first game, yes. And the Chiefs did win that 35-24. to 24. Uh, The Chiefs, of course, dug themselves a 17-7 to 7 hole in the first half. But as per usual, they came right back, won the game 35-24. And they yeah, are headed to the Super Bowl for the first time in 50 years. Yep, it was January of 1970, and uh, Bridge Over Troubled Waters was out. Rainy night in Georgia. Uh, Let's see, uh, uh, He Ain't Heavy, He's My Brother by the Hollies. Just thinking of a few songs uh, that that you'd remember. That was the the first exposure that a lot of us got to NFL films. Remember Hank Stram being Mike? That's right. Mike on the sidelines. That was great. And that was the first Super Bowl when they officially fully became one. I mean, they were merged, but they were still kind of two separate leagues, but they officially... were running, playing each other during the season, and one big league. Well, that actually not that season. What that was the last AFL season was the sixty-nine seventy season. But right. they were about to. They that the games that, that the next year you started to see the interconference games okay. and so forth. You saw right. the movement of Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore over to the uh, the AFC and all that. And we had the thirteen team conference. Okay, that, no, was last, uh, that, that was the last. That was the last game that when it was an AFL identity game, and the AFL won that game. The Chiefs beat the Vikings twenty-three to seven in Super Bowl four, and I think it was in New Orleans and. Yes. At Tulane Stadium, Chris. That's right. And their second yeah. appearance, of course, they lost the first Super Bowl to the Packers, thirty-five to ten. So arguably, so we nearly, we nearly would have had a rematch of that, but I don't believe we're going to have that. No, we're not. No, it would have been. I like, and a lot of people would get this. It would have been a State Farm Super Bowl since Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. State Farm Bowl. We also, we're, what we're going to get is the Joe Montana Bowl because if San Francisco wins, because San Francisco, of course, where he's Bay has spent a long time, and he spent his last two years in Kansas City. That and is we're also going to get a rematch of Kansas. Kansas City and San Francisco from the 2014 World Series that the Giants won in seven. So right. uh, that was a good World Series with the Royals and Giants. So we're going to get that. But uh, the Chiefs, uh, you know, uh, really took control of the game. Uh, the Titan, Titan played okay. I mean, they, they did the best they could. They were a number six seed. No number six seed, I guess, has made it uh, all the way in the new uh, playoff format with six teams. Uh, we've had five seeds, but not six seeds. But the Vikings gave it a real run. And they, they at the end, they made it, Kansas City a little nervous. Because you, they mean the t- you, mean the t- you mean the Titans, You mean the Titans, 
Titans. Yeah, the tit- Titans uh, made Kansas City a little The Vikings were taken out last week. By making the, by making, scoring a touchdown, making it 35-24, and, you know, we're playing tough, but then Kansas City was able to, to stabilize and win the game, and, uh, you know, it's really been a long time, 50 years uh, for the Super Bowl. Uh, obviously, there's teams that haven't been there at all, but that's the longest drought of somebody who's been there, I'm sure. Right. So, uh, and I think know, that's one thing, Chris, that we should address, too, while we're on the, while we're on the NFL is, boy, that was a nice run by the Titans. Nobody, I yeah. don't know of anybody that expected them to get to this point. No, and that no. was a that was one heck of a run by the Titans, beating the yeah. Patriots and the Ravens in back to back weeks. Yep, that's yeah. right. And the Patriots and Ravens, the you know real playoff veteran teams, uh, teams that had, had won a lot of games. You don't just go into those places and win. They're, they're tough places to win. The Titans did it. Uh, a lot of credit to uh, Tannehill, to Derrick Henry, uh, you know, and and to um, Mike Vrabel and his staff because they were really well prepared. They were well prepared today. But Patrick Mahomes is a, a heck of a quarterback, and Forty Nine is. It's going to be a. I think it's going to be in our contest. It's been basically uh, the last two weeks, like thirty two to six. Again, you know, people picking one team like thirty two. I think it's going to be very even between the Forty uh, Niners. I'll be interested yeah. to see uh, what the line is between the Forty ers and the and the Chiefs because there are, there are reasons you can argue on both sides of as to which team would win that game. And, yeah, and remember and the the AFC will be the home team this year. So and I'm thinking, right. and you, I'm I mean I forget if he keeps going the way he's going. I think, I mean, it, it, he's still young in his career, but you could be talking at, by the time Mahomes finishes a top, maybe top five all-time quarterback. Oh, yeah. If, yeah, he if could. If he keeps going, I'm, I'm thinking that. I mean, he could, and, and he's a likable guy. He's out there in the, you know, every, you know, he, he like I said, he's in the, you know, him, if you've seen the State Farm commercials, him and Aaron Rodgers are joking back and forth with the agents, and my agent is this, and, you know, he's one of those. Mm-hmm. He put himself out there. He, he, he's that guy that people just latch on to. They yeah. like him, and, you know, and Garofalo, you know, Garofalo's like, well, hey, I get my chance to shine in the Super Bowl. That's if Garofalo was going, which it looks like it is, but yeah, you know, the yeah. miracles can happen. You know, remember, can. I remember thirty-five. I remember thirty-five to three in nineteen ninety-two. Yeah. So I do too. Right. I watched that whole game. A couple of NFL notes while we're on the NFL. Yeah. Uh, Drew Rosenhaus, who was the agent for Antonio Brown, has dropped Antonio That's Brown. Right. So uh, that is one note. And on the Westwood One Radio today, Tom Brady's quote was. I am open-minded to playing elsewhere in football next year. So whatever that and means, Phil, we will find out. That's what I've been and saying. Phil, you know, he's going to be a free and, agent at least for, like they say, at least for 15 minutes. So yeah, you know, on part, that on March 18th. So that you know, he he should say that. That's what he should say right now because and, uh, he wants people to, that, to bid. Part of that also goes along with apparently uh, Philip Rivers has moved his family, his wife and his nine kids, to their Florida Panhandle home. So he's either talking about retirement or uh, he's, you know, possibly looking at, hey, do I want to go to a Florida team? Because he did not want to go to L.A. And, of course, you know, the thing is, does Brady, they bought the house in L.A., does he decide, hey, I'll go play with Chargers. But I thought he would buy a house in Greenwich, Connecticut. That's, that's true. And, and he did, it is Greenwich. Connecticut, but I had also yeah. heard he has a, he has property in L.A. He, too. Yeah, he has property in L.A. He, he, he has, has cleaned out, Chris, his uh, place at in Gillette Stadium, his suite. Yeah. Oh, yes. and, oh, and his yeah. locker. Yeah, I mean, I, he's going to entertain 
Ukraine offers, and he never has. He probably figures, hey, I've, I've only got a couple of years left. Let me let me see what happens. And and of course, uh, you know, his wife is is a you know a main factor in this. Where does she want to be? What does she want to do? Uh, but you know, Drew Brees, I don't think he's going to. Well, he could end up with Tampa Bay, but that would be kind of a bad. Uh, you mean no? Maybe Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Uh, maybe Phillip Tampa Rivers, Bay or yeah. Miami, possibly even because uh, they're quarterback free. Uh, well, he Fitzpatrick. is, but Fitzpatrick. But uh, they they were pretty happy with him this year, and they're both yeah. older, so I don't really know. But anyway, so but, other uh, NFL notes. Jimmy Johnson did make a Hall of Fame. We might have mentioned that last week. I think we might. No, have no, it that. happened after we got off. It, it happened, happened after okay. we got off. Yeah. All right. So Jimmy yeah. Johnson's in. One thing about him, and I again, this is almost like a, a network thing. You put in Bill Cowher, now you're going to put in Jimmy Johnson because Jimmy Johnson wasn't a coach in the NFL very long, and he did uh, win a couple yeah. of Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, he know, won. Titles. He won a couple, but he also gets credit. I think getting in because the Herschel Walker trade. Right. You know, he and he and what he did with it with all the draft picks and turned it into that winner. And and we all know that he would have won. I mean, Jerry got in the way. Now Miami, he tried. He tried to. You know, he went there, didn't do. But no, co- no coach who has won a Super Bowl, even Vince Lombardi, when they've gone to another city afterwards, has won a Super Bowl in a second place. Well, Vince Lombardi no didn't even get to really start in Washington. No, he died. So he died. I, yeah, he I, died. I but I'm but I'm saying even him. If you look at all the coaches that won at one place, they went on to another. You know, every. I mean, Bill Parcells didn't. You know, all they all none of them. They never won a Super Bowl in any That's of the other places they went. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I Andy Andy Reid could win his first, and of course he lost when he was in Philadelphia. So if he yeah, did, that he has happened a few times. Yeah. Like that with Shula and with yeah. others. But yeah. uh, also, Lou Keekley retired. He did, Luke, and that I think Luke might Keekley. have to do with it. Was uh, did anybody see a story? Because uh, he's only twenty eight. I'm thinking it might have had to do with injury because he had uh, to get no, a couple times. No, he actually said uh, he uh, retired so he could go into coaching. He wanted he wants yeah. to go into coaching. Okay, and so. I think he thinks. I mean, he is a little more, and you know, you're going to see a lot more of this. Players saying, "Hey, you know, before I get too injured, too bad, I'm going to step aside." And now here's the question: He didn't play that long, but all of his years that he was in there, Hall of Fame type years. I think so. Uh, yeah, I think, he, I, I think he's going to get in. Yeah, I think, I think gonna, he'll. I think he'll eventually again, get in because too. When he, yeah. if he becomes a coach and he's a popular coach and he becomes a head coach in a couple, five years, you know, and it's going to come time to his Hall of Fame and he's coaching and he's doing well. He, he's going to be in the mix. He, he, people won't forget about him. He's not going off on the side. Yeah. So if he gets a coaching job, either in college or pro, and he's well known and 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 as well as he played because he was as dominant as anybody, you know, in this era. So right. And Jason Jason Garrett is now the offensive coordinator with the with the Giants. That's yeah. Right. He, he took it. And by the way, I read a story this morning. Jason Witten said uh, he still wants to play football, but he does not want to play with the Cowboys. He he wants to go join the Giants and be with Jason Garrett. So. Okay. Well, they've got a tight end, so I don't know what they're going to do. And Larry, about that. Larry Fitzgerald's coming. Larry Fitzgerald's coming back for another year. Yeah. He oh, is. okay. And uh, Antonio Gates retired though after 16 years yes, with the did. Chargers. And, then, and, and uh, there's another, there's another player. He'll be another Hall of Famer. He's yeah. a guaranteed oh, Hall of Famer. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and also the passing coordinator for LSU, Joe Brady, uh, went to become the offensive coordinator with Matt Rule for uh, for Carolina. Yeah. So and let's see any other uh, NFL news before we move uh, to baseball. That's it on uh, NFL, and we'll, you know we'll get into baseball. The other LSU news, we'll get to that one. Yeah, we we'll we'll do the college. We'll, we'll do college. baseball. 
baseball yeah. first. So, yeah. so Perry, why don't you run down the whole uh, the firings and the machinations we had uh, this week, and then we can talk about it. Well, first of all, the report came out on Monday with the Astros' 2017 uh, sign stealing, and that's the only year this report covers is 2017. The investigations to the Red Sox and any other things is ongoing. So bear in mind what you're about to hear only is for what happened in 2017. But at that time, Commissioner Rob Manford suspended for one year A.J. Hinch, the Astros manager, and Jeff Lunau, the Astros general manager. Uh, Hinch was suspended because he didn't agree with the cheating, but he did nothing to stop it. And uh, Lunau was suspended for really not having any organizational control. And also suspended and put on the inactive list was Brandon Todman. He, You might remember him. He's the one that had the problem with the female reporter about the domestic violence, but it was he wasn't suspended for that. He was suspended for the cheating uh, allegations. And then going ahead with um, the Boston well, Red Sox. And of, Alex, of, hold on, part of the, hold on, part of the suspension though. Also, they lost two draft picks. They did, you're right, Chad. They lost year. two draft picks this year and two next year. Yeah, and five, so, five million two dollars. Two each year or one or the first year? No, it's two each, two each year. year. Two each year. The, and then the they were fined or, uh, the first, first and a second round pick, yes. Yeah. For 20 and 21, okay. Yes. 20 and, and they were fined $5 million. That is the Correct. maximum that they can find them. So, they, I mean, he might have wanted to do more, but that's the maximum and, he could do. And, and then after, after they were suspended, Jim Crane, the owner, turned around and fired Hinch. Not even within an hour. Luna. Within an hour. Hinch and Lunau. Yeah. Todman was already gone, but Hinch and Lunau were fired. And also with that, um, G- uh, Alex Cora, who was kind of the ringleader of it, he and the Red Sox mutually parted ways. Well, yeah. And then um, the Mets mutually parted ways with Carlos Beltran, who was the only player's name mentioned in the report. And the, only, the reason he was the only player mentioned is because players were granted immunity in that report. And he was the name mentioned because he's now a manager, not a player. Yeah, and right. see, Rob Manford wanted to get the point across to all major league teams. Look, this player was involved. He's no longer a player. He's now a manager, so here you go. Now, well, no, Rob okay, Manford so... didn't do anything to him. He hasn't done... Rob Manford no, did that's not why, do that's why. That's why he put his name in the report, uh, Sean. That's what I'm saying. But, Correct. But now, Cora think... is likely... Cora is likely to be suspended when the Red Sox stuff comes out. Yes. Yeah. Now, there's, yes. There's a whole, as far as the Red Sox are concerned, this whole thing... They got bad marks around here for you know mutually parting ways. What people wanted here was for him to be fired, and what they said was it was really at the on the set, Monday night statement or whatever night the Tuesday whatever Tuesday, night, fired, Tuesday, Tuesday night. night Tuesday night yeah. statement. Yeah. They basically said that they were saddened that he was a good guy, this and that. And Wednesday when they got up at the press conference at the beginning of it, they uh, John Henry did say you know we we are a team that uh, believes in integrity, and so we needed to do this. But then quickly turned back to he was a good guy, and we're saddened and all this, and he made be a good guy. You know, there's plenty of people who do wrong things. Look at all that that Michael Milken has done for, uh, you know, for, uh, what is it, prostate cancer, is it, that he did, he does in the, right. in the baseball? And yep. he was, of course, a financial, you know, one of those uh, white-collar criminals. So, you know, people have different sides of them. Well, Alex and, and I, mean, I mean, from what you hear, Chris, I mean, and you follow the game like I do, A.J. Hinch is a fantastic human being. Right. That's yeah. what, I've heard nothing you know, but that. Right. His, so, his fault, like, his fault was basically just not contact or if he had contacted and said, "Hey, this is going on," but he tried to stop it. He even he even did stuff like would go just knock over monitors and and you know Rob Manfred really did not want this coming out. Mike Fires was the one that. 
started oh, off. Ro- Rogers is playing, by the way, folks. Okay, uh, he is playing. Okay, Rogers. Right. But Rob Man, Rob Manfred didn't really. You notice this came out. It started coming out on National Championship Monday, thinking, okay, we'll let this slide. We'll let this go. Maybe it'll get buried. We just punish yeah. the Astros and nothing else. Now all this other stuff's coming out. I mean, the stuff with Altuve, possibly you know hi- hiding things, and now other teams. Well, you know, questioning. Yesterday, and, yesterday, the Astros had their player caravan, and uh, Bregg, uh, Alex Bregman and Jose Altuve, basically all they said was uh, the commissioner made his decision and they didn't want to talk about it. And then, of course, Jose Altuve immediately said he felt the Astros were going to the World Series in 2020, probably something I would have left alone at this point. Well, what it looked yeah. like is that Alex Cora was the godfather of the whole thing, because what, what the yeah. theory is right now, and we don't know until the Red Sox thing comes out and maybe till they do a little more with the Astros and they still might. Like you say, that was only 2017 that they're talking about with, that is the, with the cheating. But Cora came here, brought the thing with him. I think we're going to find when the Red Sox comes out. Otherwise, they wouldn't have fired him. Uh, and so I, are we saying, and this is the theory, that Houston stopped and everybody said, okay, he's gone. Now we're not going to do that anymore. But Well, the one of is, the thoughts, Chris, is, and we, this goes into the managerial thing, everybody has said that Joe Espada was one of the candidates candidates for the Astros, well, possibly they are thinking that the Astros started doing it in 2018 when Aspada was the bench coach, but figured they weren't having as much success with it, so they quit it. But I, I think what you're going to find with these, with going with these managerial things is more of these veteran managers like Showalter, Dusty Baker, and uh, Bruce Bochy was mentioned, but Bruce Bochy has since said he is not managing. Um, yeah. But you're going to see Baker and Showalter probably get managerial opportunities out yeah. of this. Right, and uh, I heard the Red Sox were, were interested in Showalter. They're also interested in Jason Veritek, of course, because that would be a very popular choice here. But one of the things that we, we uh, two things in, uh, like, things that people have heard, uh, actualities, when Altuve hit that home run that won the pennant for the Astros in uh, last year against the Yankees. They, this is 2019 is what Chris is talking about. Right, right. Yeah. This is, uh, I think everybody knows it's 2020 by now. I'm, I'm hoping so. Anyway. With all, so, with so, all this stuff, though, Chris, I think. Okay, great. With, Okay, okay, Robert. Um, so uh, the uh, that there was audio heard, or they can they can read his lips, or whatever they do that says, "Don't rip my shirt off." Well, why would you care? Correct. Was there a buzzer under there? Was something going on? Is something going on with the Astros, or was there in 2019? Was there enough residual knowledge with the Astros to know how to do something in 2019? And not that only that, the- Chris, he ran into the clubhouse and then came running back out in a different right. shirt. So exactly. I'm, not sure, I'm not sure that they might not open up other years well, on the Astros when as they well, get and further also, along. Also, there's a report that in 2017 Rob Manfred suspected something was going on, not just with the Astros, but he had security at the TV monitors of all of the playoff games, supposedly, he had in 2017. That has come out, and then, of course, you know, you have people on all sides talking about seven, this. Folks. Okay, Jessica, Jessica Mendoza. Jessica Mendoza now getting herself. I mean, she's already probably about to be removed from the EFPN broadcast because of her affiliation with the team. But and believe me, she doesn't add a whole lot to the broadcast in the first place. And she's she's basically trashing Mike Fires for speaking up and saying, you know what, you're well, ruining the game. And you know what this is? Every time baseball starts getting a little bit of popularity, it seems like another scandal because 1998. Well, and, and the, problem that the, the problem that the Mets are going to have with keeping her involved in any way, A, Brody Van Wagenen said this week, he's the GM of the Mets, he said that he did not ask 
uh, Beltron anything about this in the interview process, which to me is is crazy. Why would you not? This was already out there, so we yeah. knew it at that time. But I don't think you could have somebody working as an advisor to you that is going around saying, well, uh, we this is going to ruin baseball, and this isn't the way we do things, and this and this. She's encouraging people, if you know something, don't say it. So yeah. I, I would think at yeah. some point the Mets may have to cut ties with her on that. And, well, not, other, only, not, not only that, talking about the Mets, Perry, how, how can you be a GM of a baseball team and you're interviewing managerial candidates, and this guy is suspected to be part of this, you talk to him for eight hours, and you don't ask him anything about it. Robert and I heard the uh, conference call on, th- on Thursday afternoon with the Mets. We both heard, were listening to FAN. And as soon as that was brought up again, because they, they didn't want to get rid of the sports writers, as soon as it was brought up by uh, Evan Roberts, they cut WFAN off. And yeah, so they, they didn't want to hear it because he was bringing up the question again. How could you not know? You know, Because yeah. it's your job to know. Now, the other, the actual, another actuality or thing that we need to talk about is on July June 30th of the last year. Again, that would be 2019 for those scoring at home. And um, the <laughs> thing is... Is that Alex Cora? They said, "How come you know the Yankees ripped the Red Sox pitching staff in London for like 20 runs, and you know they really pounded them?" And so he said, "How did they do that?" And he says, "Well, you know, one of the best free agents that they picked up the Yankees did was Carlos Beltran." And then he sort of everybody, a couple people giggled like they knew what he meant. And then he said, "You know, uh, there was like a pause." He says, "You know, those signs. He, he could work on those signs. He's very good at that." So it's almost like he thought that Beltran was still doing some of that stuff for the Yankees. That well, is the very, Yankees that's very likely. That. That's yeah. well. There's a lot of it. This is not over by any means. So, yeah, so I think I think Houston could be opened up for more years to be looked at. I think the Yankees may come into question for last year, and obviously the Red Sox for uh, eighteen and nineteen. And Alacora may have a lifetime ban to deal with. I'm thinking uh, they're going to he, he may get the he may get the John Capalella treatment. And the reason, by the way, for those who look, going back to the to the John Capalella, because a lot of people, why did these guys not get the same thing? That what you hear is when the Braves were confronted. About about the international signings and things like that. The reason he got a lifetime ban is Capolello did not cooperate, but these guys did cooperate. Now, uh, in an interview with Bill Cunningham on WLW, uh, Marty Brenneman addressed this issue, and he said he would. He said with Hinch, he would not hire him if for no other reason. He said he didn't try to stop it. He said if you know that's going on, you stop it. But he said right. here's the problem with Lunau. He said Lunau is not liked around the game. He said there is not one general manager that is sad to see him gone. And he said in some ways, not the same way, but he said in well, some ways, Brody Van Wagenen is the same way. Not many people like him either. Well, that is also that I can. That Lunau situation is almost confirmed because Reed Ryan, instead of Nolan Ryan, he was president, but he took a step back, and it was something him and Jim Crane, and then Nolan Ryan has kind of parted ways not being involved with the Astros. Like it was, and a lot of that was because of Jeff Lunau, and they had to say, and that, right. that was and, even. And remember, this, this isn't Lunau's out. first offense. Remember, Jeff Lunau was involved in in the situation where people were hacking into the Cardinal system a few years ago. Right. If you remember that. Yeah. So, yeah. so the thing is, this is far from over. And again, other years for other teams, the Yankees and the Red Sox, well, obviously the Red Sox uh, investigation hasn't been even announced yet. That'll pretty, pretty much be a clean break because it's going to be the 18 and 19 seasons that are going to be, and I, they're going to go through that and be done. But Houston is a, a little more confusing because did it continue? It had already been there. Did it continue? And what did Beltran do when he got to the Yankees? So, you know, this yeah. is this is not over. And the, now, Perry, and I don't know, I, I heard, and I mentioned this to you during the week, there was some stuff that the MLB may try
try to do um, electronically or something about security uh, for games, uh, having yes. an MLB official with with the re- with the um, the team video people. What's going that on is with co- that? That is correct. They they are thinking about having an MLB official with the video people, so that there's no way this could be going on in the future. I mean, you're even hearing people come up with the radical thing of we just need to get rid of the you know the video and the replay and all this other stuff because it's no, ruining yeah, the game. That's not going to happen. But I don't think that's going to happen. But I think this very well could, and I think that's still yet to come. Yeah. So uh, so you mentioned uh, briefly you were talking about caravans and so forth because this is the week that you tend to see that you know as we get to, towards the end of January, mid, mid to the end of January, and uh, you were reporting on yeah. the Cubs uh, situation with the yes. their caravan. Why don't we do a teaser on that, Chris? We are past the bottom of the hour. Why don't we take okay, our then. break? We'll come back yep. here. Who's listening? Then we'll talk about the Cubs and get into the rest of the stuff. Okay. Yeah. Glitch here for just a second, guys. Okay, no problem. So, Robert, you're saying it's 27 to 7, um, uh, San Francisco, uh, San Francisco over Green Bay at this point. That is correct. Green Bay, Green Bay finally scored, and Rodgers is playing. So, whatever okay. the problem was, it, um, he got cleared. Whatever it was. Okay. We are now fixed. Okay, here we go. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfire. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me. But I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org slash caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Wow, who's listening tonight? We have listeners from Homestead, Pennsylvania. I think that's a regular. That's near Pittsburgh. Gonzalez, Louisiana, of course. Hello, Pierre. Hey, Pierre. And every song I dedicated to yesterday, I meant. Older than dirt. Older than dirt. (laughs) Yeah. Let's see. We got St. Louis is back online. Okay, Jim and Marlene and Leonard. Hello. Yep. Hello. And let's see. We've got a. We've got Clinton Township, Michigan. Hey, Laura. Laura. Hello. Yep. We've got Austin, Texas. 
And my friend Paige in Lamita, California. Okay. We've got Orange, uh, California, hello, near Los Angeles. Okay. Little Rock. Okay. All right. Oh. Uh, Houston. Well, we've given them enough press. Oh, hello, Houston. And then oh, Houston. Yeah. Well, they had to tune in because we were, they knew they were going to. Houston, they have a problem, and they knew we were going to talk about it. And That's I just right. Got another report on Twitter. There's going to be a big shakeup with the Texans. So we'll be talking about that in future weeks. Okay. Uh, a couple of our German listeners. We've got one from Quebec, okay. Reynoldsburg, Ohio, and that's mm-hmm. just about it. So, and okay. for our for our Canadian people, we will be doing a full breakdown on hockey this week. Uh, and yes, we, we also will. have yeah. a um, a Milwaukee listener. I think they I think they just finally said they hey. just decided to tune out of the Packers game and listen <laughs> yeah. to us. And I'm yeah. glad. That's right. right. Yeah. Well, right. before we before we talk about the Cubs, uh, our friend Dick is on the line with us. Dick, welcome Speaking aboard. Of, he's not a Packers Hello, fan. Boys. Yeah. Hello. Hello. You didn't you didn't say Wisconsin, Bill? Yeah. Well, I did. I did. I yeah, said I did. Milwaukee. Yeah, yep, Milwaukee. It, it, it shows listen. up as Milwaukee, not Oak Creek. But, yeah, it should say Oak Creek. Listen, I, it's I, a wonderful day in Wisconsin. The Packers are getting their heads handed to them. It's just a wonderful night here. But yeah, well, I'll, I'll, bet you're in the, I'll bet you're in the minority in that, though, Dan. Well, I, expect yeah. you're right. I wouldn't want to be. Uh, I wouldn't want to be a, a wife uh, to a Packer fan tonight. They're not going to be very pleased when they get home. <laughs> no, <laughs> they won't. <laughs> if I could say something, I read yesterday in the Tribune uh, talking about this cheating, this the sign stealing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack McDowell from the White Sox back in the That's early nineties. Yeah, we well, covered that. We covered that last week. Yeah. No, 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 no. It had no, no. Oh, no, we didn't. No, we talked about it Friday night, Robert. No, okay. what oh, happened right. was yeah. what, what happened. The problem with the Jack McDowell thing is he wasn't there with Tony Larusa because uh, we. We asked us, uh, Jamal, our White Sox fan, and he said they were not there together. The McDowell came about 88 or so, and La Russa was gone in 86. So but that, it, that but in balance, what Dick is saying is correct. Jack McDowell did indeed say that he there was stuff it. going on with the White Sox. You, you're correct on that. Yeah. But he no, seemed well, to be trying it? to throw uh, Tony La Russa under the bus, but they weren't together. That's my point. So it's right. a little uh, Probably with the White Sox, maybe not with La Russa, though. Yeah. A lot of people don't like La Russa, but I can tell you one other thing, too, that I heard Ron Santos say one time on the air. Uh, when Sandy Kobach pitched his perfect game against the Cubs back in 65. Yep. They yep. knew the signs. They knew what he was throwing. They still couldn't hit him. Of course, he was... <laughs> yeah, right. There you, <laughs> there you go. There you go. No, it's all about execution, as they say. And, uh, as, as, well, some coach said, yeah, I'm in favor of, you know, about a team. You know, we our execution was very poor, and I'm in favor of executing them. But, no, well, execution is always the always the, the thing in any sport. That's and, right. And keep, and keep one thing in mind for those that are new to, to the show and new to baseball. There's always been sign stealing, but the reason why this is so such a big deal is people have been using electronics to uh, right. to aid their. Uh, That's correct. Uh, it would be like Scott Zolak gave the example on on uh, the Sports Hub that if you had the helmet, if you had your okay, he's going to the you know he's going to run a such and such play to the right, and you already knew it. You know, in, in football, there'd be no scoring if the defense had those helmets. Was telling you that kind of stuff. That's what they're talking about here. Touchdown, 49ers, 34 to seven. Go okay. 49ers, go. All right. Okay, thanks, Dick. Anything else, Dick? All right. Let's go on with the Cubs situation, Chris. You did bring that up, so let's uh, talk about that. You were Uh, saying there was some booing going on at the uh, There was. Tom Ricketts, the owner, was booed. Uh, Theo Epstein was booed. And uh, the new marquee network, which is going to be a a channel similar to what the Dodgers have, the Red Sox, the Yankees have, just to name you a few. And this will debut on February 26th. 
second. And not many companies have picked it up yet. But Tom Ricketts, of course, was saying that this is going to be the best thing you've ever seen. You know, oh, yeah. with the, you'll get this and this and this. And the fans were not buying it. He was booed roundly oh, yeah. for that because the fans, the, what the Cub fans like is they like it when the game, some of them, yes, were on NBC Sports Chicago and some were on WGN. They don't like having to pay more for it. Yeah, yeah it's, and it, it's going to be different than even what the Dodgers and the Yankees and Red Sox have is because if you want to see the game, you have to pay for it just like you would see HBO or Showtime. You pay five or six bucks extra on your cable bill rather than making it part of a sports package where the Dodgers are having problems with theirs because they're charging the cable companies so much. But the few cable companies that have it on there, it is in the spots where your other regional L.A. sports networks are where this is going yeah, to be but you have to, it's a now, out of you're out of the Chicago or the immediate Chicago area where you are in Des Moines there, uh, Pera. Are they offering this Cubs uh, channel to you? No. I've not no. seen it. I've not seen that we can even get it yet. That, and that's one of the things. The cable companies have not jumped at it because, A, the, they uh, one of their things is I think that the Cubs are charging a very high subscription rate so they're not you know the cubs the, the, the cubs are not doing well with the marquee network they're gonna have to figure out some way to get people interested and well, i read in more marketing and, when you're sitting there and we've been uh, documenting this every week uh, we've, it's been a drumbeat on this show since october about the cubs cutting back and watching out for the luxury tax and creating chris bryant and doing this and that and the other and how can you if you're all in now the dodgers it was just uh, you know setting up with the wrong cable company and having other people uh, bought to, to have another cable company run the thing and whatever, because they have been all in for the last few years. They've won the pennant. They've, you know, they've done what they could on the field. The Cubs aren't even talking about doing that. That's why they're getting booed. Well, here's the thing that blows me away, Chris. I read in the Los Angeles Times yesterday, this is year number six that 70% of LA will not be able to see Dodgers. Right, right. Meanwhile, they've won the division basically every year since, you know, they put it on. So So if they're going to keep winning the division, then they would probably say keep it going. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Like I said, this is a totally, this is even different than the Dodger deal. Like I said, you buy it just like you would HBO. Right. So we that's had a signing, a big signing, Josh Donaldson, four years to the Twins uh, for $92 million. So That's a big premium uh, guy off the market. And we I, had, think what, we I think what we know, Chris, with Josh Donaldson, to talk about him yeah. for just a minute. Yep. We were hearing, if you remember right, the past few weeks, so he's got multiple four years at over 100 and this and this. That clearly wasn't true if he signed for $92 million. That's right. correct. It's a good signing for the Twins, though, because it they're, oh, they, yeah. they, they, it's more hitting for them. That was their strength, but that's not going to hurt to, to have a little more hitting. And but remember, tar- Target Field is not the easiest place to hit a home run. No, but of, they so. did well there last year. They really did. Yeah. And uh, we lost an announcer, and this is not through a baseball decision. This is a ridiculous uh, corporate decision. There were huge cutbacks with iHeartRadio, and it turns out that Jerry Schimmel, the uh, number two guy on the on the Rockies radio, is out. Yeah. And he was, and he's, and, he's only, too. He, and he's only 60 years old. So I mean, it, it, it's probably going to be tough to get a, a job, you know, because maybe of age, but that's not old by any means. And remember no. in this case, I don't know that this is the case everywhere, but in this case, the announcers are employed by KOA, not the Rockies. Right. So right. what I suspect may happen is that KOA might use some of their own employees to do that second play by play position. Either that, or maybe the, and there may be a thing where where the Rockies, because he, he does a pretty good job, the Rockies may hire him, and, and you may hear a thing, you know, about that K, uh, 
Jerry Schimmel is employed by the Rockies, you know, or something like that. You they could. Just, they yeah. could now, do something what like KOA, that. Now, what KOA might do, should the Rockies not do that, their sports director, uh, Mark Johnson, I believe is his name, is the voice of the Colorado Buffaloes, and he has done some play-by-play in the past. They may, well, we can, you know, we only have to pay him one salary right. to do multiple things, but I would think, boy, if you do the Buffaloes in the fall and the Buffaloes in the winter, that'd be a lot of travel through the year. It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, and by the way, the Red Sox have decided they're only going to use three announcers with Joe Castiglione this year. Uh, Lou Maroney, Will Fleming, and uh, oh, and not Josh Lewin. Josh Lewin is out, and I can't remember the third guy. Oh, I hope it's not Mario and Pemba. No, he's out too. Um, okay. It's uh, Maroney, uh, Fleming, and oh, uh, Sean McDonough. Those are the three. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, at least Kick. at least I don't think I don't think Pemba. you can compl- I don't think you can complain about that lineup, Chris. No, no, that's all right. That's okay. And uh, especially if they get Sean to do more games. Sean is excellent. And of he, course, he, he did. Uh, this will lead us into our next thing because who was the doing the game on the radio uh, last Monday night between LSU and Clemson? Why it was Sean McDonough. Yep. And, uh, you know, and LSU beat, as we were into college football and the college sport, a little college basketball too, LSU beat Clemson 42 to 25 uh, and uh, really uh, Clemson had him on the run. It was 17 to 7. Next thing you know, it's 28-17 and, uh, you know, LSU then established control. But more, um, probably the biggest news beyond that game, the thing that's going to be remembered is Odell Beckham Jr. So, Sean, why don't you t- tell that story? Uh oh, Sean, you're out in left field. Oh, Sean, you're you can't hear okay. You. Oh, okay. There, there, you, go. there you go. Jr. Now you're good. Uh, Odell, right. Odell Beckham Jr. He uh, he was uh, he started throwing money on the field, and originally they tried. They said, "Oh, it was fake money." But Joe Burrow was like, "Hey, my eligibility's up." No, it was real money. He did that. Then back in the locker room. He went back to the locker room. Apparently, he started he started lighting cigars, handing out cigars, and a security guard went over and tried to say something to one of the players. And he's like, "Hey, hey, hey, back off!" And he patted the guy on the butt. And he, uh, you know, they they charged him. They put a, a warrant out for his arrest. The mall cop, the security guy, did. But they since dropped the charges. But he was still. There's no smoking in the Superdome. Odell, you know, they were celebrating, but Odell wanted it to be about him and the celebration, so he's gonna make. Make it rain and do the money and all that other stuff. And he just, you know, it was just, it was, and, they even and, had fun with it. Fox Sports Radio even had fun with it on one of their promos. They go, uh, things you can smack. They did a family feud type promo. Things you can smack for 10000 a girl goes out of your lips. <laughs> and, and they go, yeah, that's right. And they go, this. And then they go, what about you, OBJ? And he goes, uh, cop on the butt. And they go, uh, and they did the family feud buzzer. <laughs> no, no, sorry. Yeah. They even had fun with that. Yeah, okay. I know. Uh, supposedly he handed out $200,000 to the player. Yeah, that's Supposedly, and but the LSU is losing about 17 or 18 out of 22 of their starters uh, due to uh, graduation or eligibility, and several right. declaring for the draft. They have a couple guys coming back. I mean, it's going to be tough for LSU to repeat because now Joe Brady going to Carolina, and now their defensive coordinator, oh, Dave Aranda, Dave Aranda, Dave Aranda, Dave Aranda is now the head coach at Baylor, replacing Matt Rule who went to Carolina. So right. Dave Aranda's taking that uh, and. Do we, know who, do we know who uh, got the job in Washington State, Perry? 
I that have has not, not been heard. named yet. I have not okay. heard. Okay. That has not been. That has not been. But but uh, Dave Aranda going to Baylor, so LSU's going to have to rebuild. And now Clemson has Trevor Lawrence coming back. Yep. Uh, two more years. Remember, he was only a sophomore, so we'll see. And one more year, right. anyway. One more yeah, year. Well, one, one more, more year, anyway. probably. Uh, probably. The biggest. The biggest Clemson story out there is Travis Etienne. Their running back is coming back. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's coming. He's yeah. Every, come everybody back. thought he would leave, but he's going to come back. So. Okay. And, well, they're, they're going to be have the inside track to be back in that game. You know, they're getting to be like the AFC Championship game with the Patriots. They're going to be the host of the thing now. They're in there. That's pretty, right. Yeah. And also, and also, as part of this. As part of this, which the game was a very good, you know, game itself was wasn't a bad game. No, wasn't a bad game. Well, they unveiled, of course, they did this because it was the 150th season of college football. So ESPN put together the list of the top 150 players. It was voted on by uh, 22 former coaches, uh, players, others, 31 ESPN employees, 11 other media members, and then the rest were just uh, SIDs and other administrators from college. Right. And basically, it was your. They unveil. They released twenty six through one fifty. Oh, before it came out about a week before the championship. Twelve through twenty five came out the day of, and then one through eleven were out on the field. That right. well, those that were still alive, most you know, were out. Which I think pretty much they were all out on the field that day. Uh, that night, they brought them out. Now, your number one, Jim Brown. Jim Brown was your number one college player. You had Herschel Walker, two, Archie, uh, Bo Jackson, three, Archie Griffin, Red yep. Range, uh, yep. Dick Butchess, uh, mm-hmm. Earl Campbell, Barry Sanders. I didn't get who number nine was. Gail Sayers, 10. Right. Uh, and Roger Staubach was number 11. Now, right. I, uh, my theory about all this is that it was a cultural vote. What I'm saying is, Jim Brown was one of the greatest all-time players in the NFL. We know what Gail Sayers did in the NFL. Red Range helped define the found the NFL because what happened was you still hear that story about but he played for Illinois on the Saturday and on the next Thanksgiving he filled up the field uh, for the for, for a Bears game that he played in you know uh, went pro uh, five days later and then played for the Bears so a lot of this has to do with their influence in other ways I don't think it has to do with, no, with what they actually that. did in college argue, that's the problem I would I would argue that yeah because all right looking at looking at Jim Brown's stats he rushed now back then they only played three three years and he and he nine games a year too nine yeah. nine regular season games. And t- I thought it was ten. No. Okay, because no. it went to ten and sixty. In the and 60s, we, right, but it was nineteen. He was there for until fifty-seven. So it was ninety. Yeah, he was. That's right. They went to ten and sixty. That's right. But and but he he had no no thousand yard rushing yards. And now, granted, he he did lead in touchdowns per carry. He did lead in that stat. But there were two other running backs that led that year. One for Wake Forest, one for Wyoming. That did have, he finished third in rushing yards. And yeah, he was a good college player. He played a lot multiple sports. But right, yeah, I mean, he was a wrestler. Wrestler, yes. Yeah, yeah. No, and we do, and we do, by the way, we do, by the way, guys, have a couple of hands. So let's get to oh, them. Let's finish this yeah. discussion, though. I think it really, as I say, uh, Sean, and I think it sounds like you're agreeing with me, it's a lot about culture. It's a lot about what happened and, in the future. And, let me t- and, and before we get to those hands, let me get to the other thoughts. All right. The, the first, the youngest player, the only player after 1990 was like uh, Peyton Manning was 21. Deion Sanders was 30. I mean, Doug Flutie was 28 on the list. Then in yep. this century, you go down 
down to Adrian Peterson, 45, and Jer- Larry Fitzgerald, 46. I'm going, yep. even in this century, they were better than them. I mean, Ricky Williams is 61, uh, Matt Leiter, 67, Tebow, 72, Vince Young, 87. Michael, Michael Vick, Vick, 121, you said. Yeah, that's low. And, I don't and get Tommy, that. Tommy, Tommy Fraser, 97. I mean, I mean, they were definitely better than, Ricky Williams was better than Adrian Peterson, I'd say, and they were better. Those, But, but yeah, they were all, for their college career, it was just, I like to know what the criteria for this list was, because I'm going, you put Adrian Peterson ahead of Matt Leiter, Vince Young, Tim Tebow, and Ricky Williams. Yeah. You know? But anyway, That's let's get right. to the dance. Yeah. Okay. Then so we got a couple more little uh, college things we can do after that, and then we'll get to the basketball and hockey. Okay. Yeah, right. But let's do get to the hands. We have a caller yep. in the 513 area code. So, uh, uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I believe, Cincinnati. I believe this is a new caller to our show, so welcome yep. aboard and go ahead. It's Barbara Lushnevsky in Cincinnati, Ohio. Hi. Hello. Hello. Yes. Welcome. Oh, thank you. Oh, go ahead. What's your comment? Oh, I, you know, the... Oh, yeah, you were supposed to say something when you called, too. That was that was part <laughs> of the deal. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, man. Welcome. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, the, uh, my comment about that uh, scandal, sign-stealing, uh, yeah. that's... It's interesting that the, the manager, not manager, the owner of... The Astros yes. went ahead and fired the manager uh, after uh, Major League Baseball suspended him. Mm-hmm. And he also right, and I, I think a lot of the reason he fired the general manager and the manager was he wanted to get a he want I'm guessing he wants to put this behind him in any way that he can, and he right. wanted to get yeah. the continuity back in the team. That's he wasn't, that's right. he wasn't gonna have him. He, he wasn't gonna have him this year anyway. So he said he's gonna be gone for a year. Might as well fire him. That's yeah. right. The other and thing he, we're going to do, Barbara, next next week, and we didn't mention this before, but we're going to play it's like a 10 minutes, so we didn't want to do it this week because we had a lot to talk about. We're going to play the interview uh, that um, Bill Cunningham did with Marty Brenneman about all this, and I think that will be very interesting to everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah cause okay. I, I don't think I heard all of that, and I do listen to Bill Cunningham from time to time. Right, so we're going to do that next week, so tune in for that. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about? Well, um, well, the one thing I do want to say is Marty Brenneman's replacement is doing very well. Good. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to do a good job. Yeah, I heard him a little bit. And uh, now, uh, now, Bill, you may want to comment on this. You were telling me when we were talking privately the other day that unlike last year when they had Tommy Thrall working with Marty Brenneman, from what you have heard, they are not doing that this year, that Tommy Thrall is, is pretty much it. I was just researching that tonight, and I can't find anybody – Unless there's something between now and the opening of spring training. I can't find anybody else. And I was just on the website tonight checking Wouldn't that out. Wouldn't the cowboy be working with him? They're just a cowboy, and that's it. Yeah, but, yeah. But remember, okay. cowboy misses would they, a lot of Would games. they, Bill, possibly, I mean, they probably wouldn't have to even publish this. I suppose, would they possibly use Dan Horde? I mean, he's already a WLW employee. Possibly. He's Although he's worked, the, the, they hire their announcers. The Reds hire their announcers. It's a package, so I don't know if they uh, would do that. I, you know, I they got could, it. Could, um, but but I, Chris, I thought that I thought the Rockies hired their announcers, and we learned differently. Well, we found out they don't. Yeah, yeah we, we know we the Reds. Them, we know yeah. EEI hired the Red Sox once. That was an EEI decision of what they're doing. But yeah, right. thanks, thanks a lot, Barbara, for your call. Yeah, call nice, nice time, to call again. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Call again, Barbara. Let's go to. She's a captain. Person, so she's good. Go ahead, Jerry. 
Okay, I'm probably I'm probably jumping ahead a little bit uh, with college basketball. Well, you're yeah, segueing us into that. You're segueing us into that. Well, yeah, go ahead, go ahead Jerry. Uh, I have a question, Chris. You might be able to answer this. Uh, Pitt yeah. will play BC on Tuesday night. Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Wednesday night at 9 p.m. What can we expect from BC? Are they going to be quite a challenge from Pitt or for Pitt no. or with a BC's, uh, BC's okay. They can win a game. I mean, they beat Virginia here. They they lost games they shouldn't have lost. They were playing Wake, Wake Forest, and I don't know how that went out. They're they're same old same old. They're they're like a twelve to fifteen team wins. They might make five hundred. They could sneak into the NIT. Chances are they won't. They'll win thirteen games or so. They're not terrible. Terrible. They won three at conference games, but which is you know, they might win two or three more, and that, that's about what you can expect from BC. Okay. All right. All right. That's a good segment. That's good. Segment. I, 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 the uh, we did have we did have what, a couple more college Missouri State. You want to talk about Missouri State, don't you? Uh, about Bobby oh, Petrino. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they hired Bobby Petrino. Yes, Missouri State did hire school. Bobby Petrino. Well, yeah. uh, no, you know you know what they, though? They're they're they are a one double A school, but they're in the best one double A conference out there. Yes, they so are. They are the best. That is going to that is going to get some attention. No matter you know who, whichever they would have hired, whether it would have been him or Art Bryles, that was going to get attention. Well. That's right, and right. the reason it is a story is because originally it was the feeler. They put it out that they were looking at hiring Art Bryles. And yeah. so a lot, the rumor was that they did this to distract from hiring Petrino because it's like, oh, the lesser of the two. Oh, we right. hired Petrino because when people are, you're going to hire Art Bryles, really? And they hired Petrino. That's that's the rumor, but yeah. And, and you, know, every, you, know what everybody's, you know what everybody's response is now? Uh, put the volleyball players away. And hide your mm-hmm. motorcycles. Yes, but because we yeah. remember, we remember that that's what, if you just to refresh your memory, yeah, that's what Petrino was let go for, is he was uh, apparently hanging around the volleyball players and giving them rides on his motorcycle and all that type right. of stuff. And uh, they were giving him other things. Correct. Yeah, but but we, we're a family show, so we won't talk about yeah, that. that. that college we will not. Yeah. <laughs> no. And in college basketball, we had, uh, well, last week we talked about two undefeated teams. Well, one of those went down. Auburn, they lost two in a row, Alabama and Florida. So San Diego and neither, State. And neither game was close. No, neither. I mean, neither game was close at all. Uh, San Diego State is now your only undefeated team. And like I said, in the Mountain West, uh, New Mexico, UNLV, they're a little down. Utah State, Nevada may give, them some, may give them a little bit of trouble. But, you know, you had a lot of upsets. Duke, Duke went down twice. Yeah, yeah they lost this. twice. Yep. And they lost Clemson and Louisville back to back. So Correct. the mighty Duke is I don't know, something something's going on there. Virginia, we mentioned them, but yep. you know, they're they're a team that could possibly make history from being a champion one year and not making the field of sixty eight the next year. And of course theirs is because uh the one player got hurt Cole Boy. his name escapes me. You talk about a roller coaster. They go they go from losing to a sixteen seed to winning a championship yeah. to possibly not making it. That's a roller coaster yeah, if you ever saw yeah. one. They're making they're yeah. making history. They were the first team to lose to a sixteen. Then they turn around, win a championship, and now they can yep. be the first team since they went to sixteen. And then another, you he, you had a couple other upsets. You mentioned DePaul well, B. Butler. Yeah, well, yeah, DePaul B. Butler. They took them down. Uh, then, Kansas City, you know, uh, Kansas State over West Virginia. Kansas State, Kansas State was a bottom feeder in the Big Twelve, taking out West Virginia. So yeah, and, West and Penn Virginia State beat Ohio 17. State. You said yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Ohio Ohio State has been self destructing. They they were ranked in the top ten. They're not even going to be in the top twenty five. They've lost. 
lost five in a row, I believe now, four or five in a row. I mean, okay. Ohio State's on the way down. I mean, they're just... And uh, they're, Iowa knocked off Michigan. Michigan's pretty highly rated. Yeah, yeah. Iowa did take out Michigan, so that was another big... Michigan was a ranked okay. team. Uh, and so with, uh, 14, with 14 minutes to go in the fourth quarter, it is 34-13, 49ers. Okay. All right. So, and, here's, here, why don't we get into our winter sports? Uh, we've got uh, you know a few minutes we can do this, and it won't take real long because we're going to run down. What we do is we run down the standings. Uh, now, the way it works in the NBA, it's all about conference. So the top eight make the playoffs. And in, in the hockey, it's got to do with the division. So we'll get into the hockey uh, second. We'll do the NBA first, okay. and uh, then we will uh, run down the NHL. So number one in the East is Milwaukee at 38-6. and six. Number two is Miami, 29-12. and 12. This is going into the day, by the way. Number yeah. three, Toronto, 28-14. The Celtics are fourth at 27-14. and 14. Indiana, 27-15. and 15. Philadelphia, 28-16 and 16 is number six. Those six should make the playoffs, I think. Uh, there's a real division because you'll see 28-16, Philadelphia. Orlando at number seven, 20-23. That's a long drop at the time yep. of the year. Brooklyn at 18-23. and 23. Those would be your eight playoff teams. The number nine is Detroit at 16 and 27, Chicago 16 and 28, Charlotte 15 and 29, Washington 13 and 28, Cleveland 12 and 31, the Knicks, the wonderful Knicks at always at 11 and 32, and the Hawks, equally wonderful, a little worse, at 10 and 20, 33. And remember, the, West, the Knicks, one of their players promised us when they made the coaching change they were going to make the playoffs. Remember that's that. Right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And yeah. we'll run down what the playoff pairings would be, too, when I finish reading the West for the, both the East and the West. And then we'll get into the crazy NHL standings. And then Robert has Byring he wants to talk about oh my and, and so forth in the NHL. In the West, we have the Lakers atop of the Western Conference at 34 and 8. Denver at 29 and 12, number two. Number three is the Clippers, 30 and 13. Two good teams in Los Angeles. Utah, 29 and 13. Number five, Dallas, 27 and 15. Houston, 26 and 15, number six. Oklahoma City at 24 and 19 and 7. Memphis is in the mix this year at 20 and 22. A bit of a drop there, but they are the eighth seed. Then you go to Phoenix at 18 and 24. San, uh, San Antonio, 17 and 23, Portland at 18 and 26, New Orleans 16 and 27, Minnesota uh, 15 and 27. They got to be uh, disappointed. They may be trying to move towns because yeah. he's making a lot of money and he's, you know, he's still a young guy. Maybe get him out of town. Uh, I guess he's been kind of shooting out off his mouth, as I understand it. Uh, yes, and the uh, yes, yes. and one rumor out there is that uh, D'Angelo Russell will be traded to Minnesota for Carl Anthony Towns. Okay, so. Sacramento, your old favorites are 15 and 27, Robert and Golden right. State. Your new favorites are at 10 and 34. So well, in the East, uh, well, in the East right now, the playoff pairings would be Milwaukee, the one against Brooklyn, would be the eight. That would Celtics, be a total disaster. Celtics at four would play Indiana at five, rematch from last year. That would be number, very competitive. It would. Miami at number two would play Orlando at seven, and really? Toronto yeah. at three would play Philadelphia at six. Philadelphia, of course, has injuries, and that's why yeah. they're a little disappointed. They're in that top six, yeah. a solid top six, but there's going to be jockeying in that. Milwaukee's yeah. got number one in, in good shape, but they'll be right, jockeying yeah. for those yeah. other positions. And we're going to be doing this every week, so we'll give you the playoff pairings at that time. In the West, right. the number one Lakers would meet Memphis at number eight. Number four, Utah would play Dallas at five. We have Denver at two playing Oklahoma City at seven, and the Clippers at three playing Houston at six. We yeah. did have one NBA final today. San Antonio beat Miami 107-102, and then Indiana uh, and Denver started at seven, and that's the only NBA games. So, Robert, before and I do Houston, the NHL standing, yeah, Houston go ahead. Has not had, Houston has not had a good sports week. I mean, no. you had the Texans, you had all the Astros stuff, and, and then the Rockets didn't have a good week either. I mean, the Lakers, Portland, I mean, that's just, you know. I mean, yeah. Okay, so Robert, we had a firing and a signing, or, or, or an extension. Why don't you do the firing uh, and then the extension? Uh, okay, well, um, now, I can normally explain coaching.
coaching firings because normally when a team does these kind of things, since I follow hockey on a regular basis, it makes sense to me. But I've honestly researched this one, and I have no explanation for it. The Las Vegas Golden Knights, and you'll see when Chris reads his standings, are doing very well this year. They fired Gerard Gallant. This is the guy that took an expansion team two years ago to the Stanley Cup Finals. That first time in history, well, since the uh, you know since the uh, the new six came in, that an expansion team had made uh, you know the Stanley Cup Finals, and two years later he had shown the door and when Chris reads the standings you'll see how good they're doing and I'm happy for the guy that took his place because uh, he's a good coach and I didn't think he deserved to lose his job because our GM didn't give him anything to work with this year and that would be Peter DeBoer he's now the new head coach at the Vegas Golden Knights but I, I'll say this right here and right now the next coach that gets fired Gerard Gallant will have that job if he wants it. It's kind of so, like the it's kind of like the Barry Trot situation. For those that don't know, the Washington Capitals won the Stanley Cup in 2018. Barry Trotz was the head coach. Uh, he became a free agent. The Capitals' ownership didn't want to pay him. Uh, he goes to the New York Islanders, and he's done a very good job with them so far. Anyway, so, go ahead. How many coaches have been fired so far, uh, Robert? Right now, it's up to seven. And according to Hockey Insiders, and there's quite a few of them that I pay attention to, they say there could be two to three more this year before the season ends. Okay. And we had an, ex- a, a, an extension of Nicholas Backstrom, right? Yeah, five years, $46 million. And he's been a lifelong capital, and what this means is he will uh, end his career there. And good okay. for him. Yeah. All right. So let me run down the standings now. The way that NHL does it, and I'll explain this every week because it's kind of a little different. But the top three teams in each division make the playoffs, and then the two next wild teams in the conference are the wild card teams. That so let me read you the Atlantic Division. The Bruins have 68 points, and of course you get two points for a win, one point for a, a, a an overtime loss or a shootout loss. The Bruins with 68. Tampa Bay number two. 62, Florida 57, Toronto 57, uh, Buffalo 51, uh, Montreal 51, uh, let's see, uh, who's this, uh, 42 for Ottawa, and Detroit, the horrible Detroit Red Wings at 28, they are a disaster. In the Metropolitan Division, we have Washington at 71, Pittsburgh at 65, this is going into today's action, by the way, the Islanders at 60, Columbus at 58, Philadelphia 58, Carolina 57, so a big tight spot there, Rangers at 50, and New Jersey at 41. We'll run down the Western Conference, then we'll tell you what the playoff pairings would be, and it's, it's nuts. Wait till you see the specific division. I couldn't believe it this morning. I I been following it. It's yeah. ridiculous. Central is St. Louis, 68, course the Stanley Cup champions. Colorado, 60. Dallas, 58. Winnipeg, 54. Chicago, 52. Uh, 50, uh, 51 for Minnesota. Uh, yeah, wait a minute. Chicago, 52. Uh, 51. Uh, Minnesota has 50, and I'm not sure who the sixth place. I screwed that up, but the sixth place team has 51. Minnesota has 50. And in the Pacific, we have Vancouver at 58, and watch this, Edmonton at 57, Calgary at 57, Vegas Golden Knights at 57, Coyotes at 57. That's ridiculous. San- and, see, and see, Vegas fired their coach, and look at how good they're doing. I, they're doing all right. Yeah, they're about I, I four games over 500. I don't, I don't get it, you know. San Jose, 
46, Anaheim 43, and the Kings 41. Uh, uh, Kings out, out of it at 41. Basically, those California. I don't think there'll be a California team in the playoffs, Robert. Uh, no, there won't. Uh, I'm very uh, as a Sharks fan. I'm highly disappointed. Um, you know. I, you know okay. So the playoff pairings right now would be Washington as number one. We'll start with that division, the uh, Metropolitan Division, because that's the highest uh, division. Washington right. would would play play Philadelphia right now. Pittsburgh would play the Islanders. Then over in the uh, in the Atlantic, Boston as the number one seed would play Columbus at the moment, and Tampa Bay would play Florida. That would be interesting. Hey, we've got if we have uh, if this holds up, we'd have two Florida matches in the first round. Because remember we said Miamia and Orlando would play. That's in correct. The, oh, by the way, it would be Tampa Bay playing Florida or Toronto because they're tied. In yeah. the West, St. Louis would play Vegas Golden Knights at the moment or Calgary. Uh, yeah. Col- uh, Colorado would play Dallas. Then we'd have Vancouver playing uh, Vegas or Arizona and Edmonton playing Calgary. So uh, it, it, and you can't tell what's going to happen. Chris, I think diverse. that team that you missed, would it have been Nashville? Nashville that is correct. correct. Nashville. Correct. Yep. It is Nashville. Very good. Pittsburgh beat the Bruins 4-3. to This was a very disappointing loss for the Bruins. They had a 3 nothing lead after 15 minutes, and then the Penguins won the game, but it's a big and, win and they for the put David back. They put David backs on waivers uh, Friday. Back and, yeah, back back and, I don't, and I don't know if he cleared waivers, if he's down in Providence, or what the status is. I don't know. And then uh, Carolina beat the Islanders 2-1 to one in the shootout. The games that are underway now, uh, Winnipeg at Chicago started at 7, and Columbus at the Rangers started at 7, and I think that's it. Anybody yeah, got anything is. else we need to talk about? I don't uh, know. I don't think so. I think well, we got it. I think okay. we got it. If you're, tennis, we, if you're a tennis English. fan, one of the major starts uh, the Australian yeah, Open. Yeah, that, uh, that started and, today, uh, the Australian Open, and, and that'll go for the next two weeks. And Conor okay. McGregor won his fight in UFC last night, so he made his return, you know, after yeah. uh, okay. the Cowboys, and that, that's it. But don't ask me anything else about that. But I, right. I, what I can tell you, though, since we're closing out, yeah. I can tell you how to tell your friends, your enemies, or if you want to listen again, I can tell you how to listen to this podcast. You can go to legendoldies.com. That is one way to do it. Also, now in your podcatcher, this is a new way. You, you All you have to do is type in Sports Lounge, and it will bring, deliver it right to your podcatcher. You don't have to type in Worldwide and Legend and all that. You just select Sports Lounge. It'll deliver it. Or 773-572-3006. Option 9 is the Sports Lounge. Option 8 is All Things Radio, and Option 7 is Coffee Club, and you can listen, call back in, and it'll pick up from where you left off, and uh, it'll just for the same phone number just hit that option. Now, isn't there still some stuff going on with the Vicar Stream and then with yeah? We don't know. Them? I don't know that that it's quite ready yet for the to type in the podcast yet. So you know, if you have it in your stream, leave it alone. But it will be probably in the next little bit here. And what will happen is, if it's in your stream, if you have a subscription right now, they're all there. But if you uh, in the future, that's all things radio. So you'll have to type in for Sports Lounge Live or the Coffee Club when they when they change it. As and I it, yeah, because it got changed as far as Bill and everybody but the Victor folks. Are, oh, Victor, he's still trying to work out his stream on that right, one. So. Right. And, blame, um, blame iTunes for that. And we'll, and we'll leave you with the fact that Green Bay is currently driving. So Okay. okay. Alright, well folks, we will see you next week and we will definitely have our Super Bowl uh, set by next week and Pro Bowl weekend and Hockey All-Star weekend and all yep. kinds of other stuff. So. That's right. Yep. Okay, take it easy everybody.